tuned in to the Catholic Avengers with Jeff Kassab and Pilaris Haki, brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Catholic Avengers Podcast. I'm your host, Pilar Shaki. This is my co-host, Jeff Kassab. Jeff Kassab. I just want to start the show by apologizing to everyone. My co-host here is sucking on a halls. No, I am not. It's incredibly I am unprofessional. Not. I am not. That's not Prove true. It. Did you swallow it? Prove it. You sw- look, we just no, saw it. You can't okay. even tell. When you have not, nom, 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 nom the entire time. Anyway, just go no. ahead. Like us on the, the podcast. Five-star reviews. We appreciate you guys already. Jeff, what's happening, man? Not much, man. What's I miss going you. on? No, you don't. Nope. I know. I know. And I shouldn't lie. If I lie, I go to a confession. I do miss you, me- though. How many times did I text you and I text Laura? To I miss- well, I- actually, I told Laura I miss you miss her and the kids. Yeah. I know. We do this every time. I know. Everyone knows you I hate know. me. I know. That's okay. Feelings mutual, Hulk. <laughs> it's an Iron Man Hulk love hate relationship. Yep, yep. We were talking about this earlier. At the end of the day, though, Hulk can still take you. Because <laughs> he, could, he could punch a hole through reality. Reality. That's yeah. what I, that's what I still heard. don't know what that means. Nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> There's a lot going on since we last talked, man. I know. We a had lot, the men, a men's lot. conference happen. We were out of town. Yes. I didn't get to go. But how yeah. was that? It was amazing. Talk the to Holy me. Spirit worked great. We had about 150 to 200 men, which was great. You know, it's wow. been, a, what, a year and a half, two years yeah. since uh, the whole COVID thing. We didn't do one last year. But um, it was great. We had um, Jesse Romero. Man, this guy was on fire. I, I listened to that Did talk. It was awesome. Oh, my I God. I listened to the first one. I still have to listen to the second one. The second one is the good news. Yeah, the, the first, first one, one was the bad the, news. The first one had me terrified. I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh, my gosh. He, he was amazing. He was on fire. He's full of the Holy Spirit. Pete Barak came in there. He did a great uh, spirituality talk. I mean, he literally had the guys at the end. The guy stood up and he asked the questions. Anybody, you know, here in pain or need healing or, you know, in some type of sin or whatever. And a bunch of guys raised their hand. He's like, I want everyone else to put their hand on their shoulders. Wow. So we had all these men in there, hands on the shoulders. Praying. Chaldean men, men who don't do that. Men who do not. Yeah. hate touching each other. I'm not talking about your everyday American guy. You know, these aren't Baptists. But, it was great. It was really so. It was that's Pete. Very you fruitful. Pete, Pete Barak. How you saying? Yes. Not Pete to be Barak. confused with his Chaldean cousin, Pete Budak. Yeah, P- Pete Budak. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's not Pete Budak. Pete Barak. Every time I see his name, that's all <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. say. Man, but, um, so it sounds like it was a great turnout. It was great. Talks we, were awesome. We, we wish you guys were there. You know, there was a bunch of there was actually so many guys had like stuff planned that weekend. It just kind of the yeah. way it fell. But um, we already have next year book, November 7th. Do we know who the speaker is? Yes, we do. No. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. This is breaking well, news for me. You're kind of, you have to work your way back in the group. Well, am I, have I been excommunicated? <laughs> I don't know. She is, I feel like I'm one confession away. <laughs> what have, who is it? Who's the talk? Uh, we have Trent. I mean, I'm sorry. We have. Um, don't say. No, not Trent Horn. Philip um, Philip Rivers? No, from, ah! from Catholic, uh, from uh, Catholic Answers. Uh, oh, uh, the other guy, um, the, the crazy looking guy. No, no, not not, not Jimmy Aiken, not Jimmy Aiken, not Trent Horn, not Jimmy Aiken. The other, the, the other only guy one left. I forget Omar, his name. Omar, help man. us out. Oh my gosh. Nobody else. Oh, but the other guy, I'm telling uh, you guys, you're not going to want to miss him. You're not going to want to miss him. It's going to be awesome. The other guy from, the Catholic, other guy Answers. from Catholic Answers. It's not Jimmy Aiken. It's not Trent Horn. No. It's the other oh, guy. All right. Well, gosh. the other guy. The other guy. He's awesome. He's if great. you haven't heard the other guy, go on YouTube. Yeah. Find yeah. some of the other guy's talks. They're way better than this podcast. It doesn't matter. Nobody's listening anyway. Oh, Who cares? Oh, my gosh. Well, man. we've had a lot of family stuff going we on, do, too. We do. You, you how, was your, how was your vacation? My vacation was amazing. Two weeks. It was the most fun I've had since my honeymoon, man. Really? It was fun. We done, you know, you guys were up. gone for a long time. We were gone like, uh, we left on uh, the Friday, the 1st of October. We got back on the 17th. It was a long oh, time. But, you know, we drove all the way to Florida. So, and so I just want to get, just the audience just, knows. Just the, the picture, take picture you of this. You drove with 10 kids. 10 kids. You and your wife and your mom? 
No, she flew. we flew my mom down. Yeah, okay, my mom is, right. is smart enough to not jump in that car with us crazy people. Oh, okay. Because right. a normal person wouldn't make it. You have to have superpowers, <laughs> hence the Iron Man. <laughs> Looked like she had fun, though. My mom had a blast. But you guys, man, the, the videos and the pictures, oh. you guys had a blast. It's going to take us. It's going to take us a year. By the time we get to our next trip, we'll finally finish putting the pictures and the video together oh for the family gosh. album. The kids had a good time. They right? had a blast. Yeah. They, had, they had way more fun than I did. But I had fun, too. That's awesome. I had fun, man. too. That's you know, awesome. we live for our kids. What are you going to do? But no, man, just hung out on the beach. We went to Disney World. We did three days in Disney. Yeah, with ten kids, no big deal. Easy, yeah, easy yeah, peasy. Easy. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing expensive about that. Um, <laughs> but no, man, I had a good time. We we were smart about the drive down. That's why I had to spend so much time because we drove down. We took three days to do. It. We stopped in Char- Charlotte, North Carolina, and then stopped in Savannah. Spent a whole day in Savannah, Georgia. You ever been to Savannah, Georgia? What's there? I don't know. It's a, I don't know. It's a pretty creepy town, frankly. I'm pretty sure that... Oh, Tim Staples. I'm sorry. The other guy. Tim Staples. Poor Tim. Daisy the Tim Staples. Nobody remembers Tim Staples. Sorry, sorry, Tim. But he's awesome. <laughs> yeah. YouTube, those Tim Staples Yeah, talks. yeah, Tim Staples. Okay. Yeah. I feel like he's the most normal out of the three, though. He's great. He is. He's a main, main speaker. So no Philip Rivers, huh? Captain couldn't pull it off? Captain America? Well, we don't know yet. Maybe. No, don't, maybe, get, the, don't get the audience's hopes Yeah, up. yeah, maybe. You're such a loser. We'll all right. All right, sorry. No, and then you had some family, you had some family stuff going on. You know, it was, it was a hard week for you, man. Yeah, it was a hard it was week. It's a big deal. Yeah, so my son uh, is finally mo- he's moving out. He's moving out. He's yeah. like, what, 20, 22 years he's old? 30. 30 years old. 30 years old. And, uh, and finally leaving. And his place. You know, he's working out of the house, and he's just dead. It's time to go. And You think Alex would do this podcast with me instead of you? I wish he would. I me too. Because that makes I, both of us and the audience, frankly. I mean, it's not like we're gonna upset the eleven people watching. <laughs> we can't get any worse. Oh yeah, he's, he's a cooler uh, version of the Hulk. He's moving out. It's wow. sad. It's sad times. I mean, I really. Uh, I don't want to start crying. You gotta, the Hulk doesn't cry. The, the, the Hulk, Hulk doesn't cry. The Hulk doesn't cry. No. Are you sure? David Banner cries. I was gonna say. Hulk. Yeah. Well, right now you're David Banner. It's just sad, you know, uh, see your kids finally get to that age, and I don't know. It's if, I mean, he's only going a couple miles away, but <laughs> that's still, you know. It's just, Six minutes away. Well, my, I remember sad, my mom sad. dropped me off at college, and she cried for the hour and a half drive all the way home, my dad said. Nonstop. Like a baby. So wow. I get it. Yeah. Means you got a good, good relationship with your son. That's what you want. Yeah. You think, he, I'm thank sure God. he's making fun of you, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day... <laughs> It's a big change. What are you going to do? So what's going on with our, uh, our, uh, our what, are we, what do we call the Avengers crew? The Avengers? Oh, my God. So uh, Captain America and Joe, since, Thor, you know, there's some, you, there's some know, drama. You, you were gone and Somer was gone. I so got long. kicked out of the group. You didn't. We just started a different chat. That's the same thing. No, we didn't want to bother you. Can't, if you, you start a different chat, that's mm. kicking someone out. Well, look, we didn't want to bother you. When was that Eric? Did you just were, tell Keldy yeah, that me? Yeah, I threw some Keldy in Wow. We didn't want to bother you while you're on vacation. Keep answering. We had 100 texts going a day. Willek? Is that what you called? Yeah, I said Oh, okay. All right. I said, so we don't want to bother you. So we kind of started our our own chat. And, and now, let me tell you. And now the old chat's dead. So you No, no, it's not dead. We're going to go back. Okay, We're going to go back. Kick me but, out of the group. Um, it's fine. Joe and Captain. Thor and Captain America? Thor and Captain have been going at let it. Let me guess. Captain's getting a little lippy. Thor's throwing the hammer down. Yep. Am but, I right? But, yeah, but, but then... Um, Hammer, I mean, Thor can't do anything because he's the captain. Wow. I, and I try to back both of them up, but I'm stuck in the middle. You don't care. You're the Hulk. I mean, I, you just really want to, you just I'm angry out. all Plus, the time. Plus, when I was gone, matter. what's the point? I know. You actually, it was more peaceful that you were what? gone. What? I don't you, believe you. You cause a lot of commotion. I cause a lot of drama? A lot. I don't even say anything. No, I say I, one I word responses once every two weeks. The, the one word is like a... It is. It's a bomb. Oh! <laughs> The one the Hulk. Like he ran out of the Hulk. <laughs> oh my gosh! <clears throat> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys love listening to that over the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Omar, please lot. cut those out when we get to the actual thing. All right, what are we talking about today, man? What's the topic? I know I lost track. Confession. Confession. We're talking about spiritual healing. 
Right? Yeah, please don't say no, that. No, I think I have to go to confession. I think I got to go to confession. Please don't say that. I apologize. That's not why you guys listen to this podcast. So what are we doing? The quote of the day? Yeah, please. Uh, Omar is a great editor. This He's going to make me sound like Barry White. That's what it's going to... It's gonna be awesome. So, so confession. This confession. is this was this was heavy on healing, you. you to healing, talk about. healing, healing in general. What does confession do? It's it's a sacrament of healing, and it, it not only restores your soul back in in relationship with God, but it actually heals you from sins that you're trying to omit from your life. Take completely remove from your completely, life, yeah. remove from your existence. It still hasn't worked for me yet, but it will. It's a lifetime it really journey is. for it you, is. my it friend. Is. Are we going to do the quote of the day? <laughs> the quote of the day. Now, should we warn everybody that you broke you broke uh, Trump here and we're not going... No, no, go ahead. The... Give the quote by um, our, so, our guy. Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Yes, the quote that's, we our give our time. that's our guy. His quote was a little light today, so you, but you're backing it up with, the, with St. Faustina, I think? Yeah, yeah. So you're coming around with the St. Faustina to give you the depth. <clears throat> I'm bringing you the Bishop Fulton Sheen because it wouldn't be the... It wouldn't be the uh, Avengers. He's the ultimate Avenger. He's the ultimate Avenger. So I don't even need to read it because it's easy to memorize. He yeah. said, giving confession to nuns, or who's he calling them? The sisters, I think. Giving confessions to the sisters is like being stoned to death by popcorn. That's <laughs> 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 such a great quote. I love Father Gene. Oh, and it just goes to show you how how innocent and humble the, the sisters are. Man. Oh, they're, man. They're so pure. Yeah. You know, we have such a great community with the sisters. Man. So, okay. So now I gave you the funny <clears throat> quote uh, that was short, and you were listening to the entire thing. To be in line with the rest of the podcast, Jeff's going to read to you a quote for 45 minutes yeah, from St. Faustina. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, unfortunately, that's all you can handle is that one sentence, and I got to do the rest. So, Small brain. St. Faustina. Now, this is Jesus speaking to her. He tells her, daughter, when you go to confession to this fountain of my mercy, the blood and water which came forth from my heart always flows down upon your soul and enables it. Every time you go to confession, immerse yourself in my mercy with great trust so that I may pour the bounty of my grace upon your soul. When you approach the confessional, know this, that I myself am waiting there for you. I am only hidden by the priest, but I myself act in your soul. Here the misery of the soul meets the God of mercy. Tell souls that from this fount of mercy, souls draw graces solely with the vessel of trust. If their trust is great, there is no limit to my generosity. Wow. St. Faustina, that's in her diary, Divine Mercy. And St. Faustina, for the for those who are listening yeah. that don't maybe know a lot about St. Faustina, she had she had visions of Jesus. Yeah, she's the one where we hit that, that image of Jesus, I trust in you, where the blood and water is yeah. gushing forth. The Divine and Mercy. Her book is, have you ever read her book? No. No. no diary, like her any, diaries. Any part I've of heard, it. I've heard, I mean, you've read excerpts to me that I've fallen asleep because you read like melodically. Yeah. And no, you fall asleep with anything. Down. It yeah. is true. I could fall asleep like that, but the audience <laughs> doesn't care. I'll take a nap right before and right after every podcast <laughs> yeah she had uh, many visions of of jesus and he spoke to her many the the her diary is amazing wow and um you know when i was struggling with trying to find out the will of god in my life yeah actually her whole diary is about doing the will of god wow it's amazing it really is a good book and here jesus is telling her i am in that confessional yeah i'm hide the priest is hiding me but i'm there yeah. That's amazing. So let me give you a, a beautiful. I think I might have told you this before, but you don't remember anything I tell you. I'm sorry. What? Archbishop Sheen. <laughs> yes, I'm familiar this with was, him. This was his image. I know him of the confessional with the blood. Yeah, Aha. yeah. Oh, you remember go that? Good. I, mm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Archbishop Sheen says, when you go in the confessional and you feel like you're not forgiven, just picture that. Picture the priest as he's absolving you. The blood of Christ is coming down from his hands, wow. and just literally 
washing because that's what's happening. Yeah, your souls are your soul is being cleansed, and the blood is washing down, and your sins are being just poured out on the floor. Man, it's a, what a beautiful sight. Or you can think of that when you're in the confessional, you don't feel forgiven. That's probably you all the time, right? It does. I, I'm because I'm a, I am a sinner. Forget I am a sinner. Yeah, we I, are a sinner, I, but. We are loved by God and we are saved by his grace. And there's nothing even if you're a there's sinner. nothing I can do he won't forgive me for? Nothing. Wow. If you ask for his mercy and you really mean it, yeah. he, he will forgive you endless times. Now, how do I, okay, so Jeff, this idea of confession, right? How do I know that I have to go to confession? Well, and what is you, like, okay, so that's, that's a good question because people are always saying, you know, how do I know when I should go? Yeah. And honestly- if you the the Holy Spirit usually will reveal to you that you're in a state of mortal sin. Wow. You just don't feel yeah. in in like you don't feel in in communion with God. You're separated you're somehow. You're separated, you feel distant from yeah. him. You just know you've done something wrong. Look, we commit venial sins all day long. Yep. Right? Yeah. We never just by being in your presence, I'm probably right? sitting three or four times. All the yeah. time. you know, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times the things I say about you in my head. The right? anger, the angry sin. thoughts you make oh me have, gosh, the swear words I say when I'm around you. Oh, you know what? Our our beautiful wives are here today. I, we, we do what we do. We, we didn't even mention that. I, they today, did want to yeah. be off camera. They don't want to. Okay, they're they're gonna, if if we pull them on, you know, we're both getting divorced. We're not going to pull them which on. We just want to like, say our beautiful eyes are here listening to which us. Is, hey, that's beautiful why, wives. That's why we have two less views. <laughs> you know. We yeah. Usually, usually have, we have at least nine. Nine. That got yeah. Seven, that's okay. No. No. Noir says hi, brother Jeff. He misses you. Oh, Noir. What's up, Noir? Wow. I don't get a hi. What up? What up, Noir? Where's your? That's cool. Where's your mom? She always listens. My mom gave up on this podcast six six episodes ago. God. If listen, if Alex joined me, she would listen. She already told me, but since it's you, she's gonna. She, she, uh, nobody's, yeah, no, not, now I know you're a liar, Omar. Yeah, nobody's yeah. switching over to Sean's podcast. Yeah, that's for sure, man. Let's try to fall asleep. Anyway, let's so, get so let's, back, to, back to how do I know if I'm in mortal state? So we do we commit venal sins all day long, but you never say to yourself, you know, oh, I, 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 I got a venal sin, I got to go to confession. Yeah, you never feel it because your relationship with God is not completely cut off. But as soon as you commit a mortal sin. You know right away, I gotta go to confession. your relationship with God is cut off. It's the holy. It's it's almost like the Holy Spirit like will not allow you to to stay away from God. Yeah, you gotta go to confession. You know it. So many people say, "Man, I gotta get to confession." Now, for people that don't know it, they probably don't really know what fully what a mortal sin is, or they've really offended God, so they don't have that connection or that relationship with Jesus yet. Where they say they gotta go. Now there's a there's a spiritual element like a, from a salvation purpose that means that that tells us we need to be not in mortal sin because if we're not and then there's an element of it's hard to just live your life that way in mortal sin right yeah. and I guess what I'm getting at is help us understand help the audience understand when I've heard people say if you're in mortal sin you got to go confession like now yes, this isn't it, like wait till Sunday yeah, yeah so what's that about well you don't want to. I mean, okay, so we know the Catholic Church teaches, yeah. which many people, Catholics, don't want to believe this. That's why I broke it down. So right? why don't you say it out loud? But if you're in, if you I'm die, you, Lucy. if you, if you die in a state of mortal sin, one mortal sin, that's all it takes to send you to hell forever, eternity, forever. eternity. That's I need you to say that out loud because yeah. I don't think enough people understand the severity one mortal, of what we're talking one about. One one mortal sin, yeah. It's all it takes is and, and, to keep and the theology, you out of heaven. The theology behind that is because at that point we have separated ourselves from Christ. Yeah, you have com God. you have committed a sin deliberately against God. 
Yeah. Against your against you know you did it in your own free will. You knew it was mortal. You know it's against God. You know it's serious. You know it was wrong. Yeah. You know it's serious. So you've deliberately. Um, I've done something to separate myself from God, and if I die in that state, then I I die in a state that is separate from God. So I can't. Yeah. I can't be you with can't him be for in eternity. His you can't be, be with him for eternity. So, so do you, you go ahead. What are you My recommendation is, if you know you're in a state of mortal sin, right? yeah. you've committed a mortal sin, and whatever. Let's say it's later in the evening at night, whatever it is, and you can't get to confession. Mm-hmm. I suggest you right away say act of contrition. At least, act, at act, least put it out there for the Lord that says act I'm, of contrition. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's not. Again, by no way is this a a substitution for confession. No. What it's doing is you're recognizing your sin mm-hmm. in front of God. You're telling God, I am heartily sorry for committing this sin. Yeah. Just, you know, um, save me <laughs> if until I get happen, the confession, yeah. right? Father Pierre will not pick up my phone yeah, call to take oh, confession right well, now. He's so he's busy. Super I mean, busy. He's super busy. And I mean, so my know. soul is at risk right here. So it's actually funny. We talked about that. Um, not just how busy Father Pierre is. That's funny. But um, you talk about how you got to get to confession right away. My buddy, uh, my buddy Johnny tells a story. Uh, I should say our buddy Johnny tells a story about um, how one time he called the priest for confession and he said, "Have you ever heard the story? No. Where he called him up and he said, "Hey, I want to have you know, I need confession." And the and the priest said, um, "It was Father Father Ben, who we've had speak at the men's oh, conference I heard a few this. times. Yeah, you heard the story? Yeah, yeah. But where t- yeah. he calls Father Ben and says, "I need confession." And he says, "Okay, well, I'll I'll meet you at my office in like at like eight o'clock tonight." And it was like noon. He called him. He's like, "Well, I, you know, I, maybe I can come to your office earlier if you're in meetings or something. I can catch you in between meetings." He said, "No, son, I uh, I'm at a conference in Kentucky, and I'm doing mass tomorrow morning here. So what I'll do is I'll come give you confession, and then I can be back in time for mass." And Johnny was like, "Wait, what? Yeah. You're coming back?" He's like, "He was going to drive. Eight he was going to drive eight hours two ways just to give Johnny confession." And Johnny's like, "No, no, I'll go to another priest." And Father Ben told him like. This is serious. Like I, I'm. You have to go to confession. You need confession. That's how important That's how confession serious. is. And Father Pierre lives down the street. And he won't show up. He's busy, That's Jeff. He's got like man. classes now. He's man. burning stuff for the church. I know what he's doing? He's you know, he's, he's got, taking Latin. He, what does he need Latin he's, for? I think he's halfway through the Squid Games right now. He's just trying to finish. Man, get out of his way. The guy is busy. Oh Cut him gosh, some slack. This guy's unbelievable. But man. it's important. And you That's talked a, about you talked amazing. about you know I know something's a mortal sin. You talked about it being there were certain contingencies that have to hit certain yeah. requirements. You had to know it was a mortal you sin. You have, to have, you have to have full. You have to have full knowledge. You have to have full knowledge. Right? You have to know it's a mortal sin. Full consent. Yep. You do not. You do it of your own free will. Your you have own to do free it on will. Purpose. Right. Yeah. No one forces you. <clears throat> and then what's the third one? There's three. Yeah. Full knowledge. Yep. Full no one consent. forces you. No one forces you. Full consent. Yep. And a grave matter. It has to be a grave matter. Grave matter has to yeah. be. So usually yeah. people say, well, what's a grave matter? Usually it's it's breaking one of the Ten Commandments. In some way, shape, or form. Some way. But, but again, a lot of people break the Ten Commandments but don't know it's a mortal sin. Well, for instance, like, so, do not commit murder is one of the Ten Commandments. Yeah. But, like, losing your temper on somebody it falls kind of under that same... Thing, well, yeah, it? because a lot of times when you lose your temper and you start, or for example, um, gossiping about somebody, yeah, ruining ruining somebody's reputation, yeah, this is falls under the do not kill because what you're doing is you're mm. killing the soul of that person, yeah, you're killing their reputation, kind of like so, what this podcast has done for us, exactly, kind of destroyed our reputation, destroyed our reputation, yeah. right, yeah, mostly because. I'm with you. I mean, it's killed my reputation. <laughs> when I people know, see me sitting next to you, like, Pilar, you were so cool. What happened? 
<laughs> You've fallen so far. What's up, Zena and Adrian? Thank you guys for watching. I'm sorry that Jeff is here. By the way, you okay? You got a little throat thing going on today. I'm fine, man. You got a little, no, a little scratchy. No, I'm fine. Anyway, losing your I'm temper is, is a mortal sin. Have you ever lost your temper, Hulk? No, I'm the Hulk. What, you yeah. can't lose my temper all the time. What are you it's, talking it's about? A thing. How do you think I turned into the Hulk? It, it's, it's, been known, it's been known to happen from time to time, especially when you listen to Sean's podcast. Oh, my it's, gosh, man. It can get you angry. Especially when you know he's buying, he's buy. What do you say? He buys he, buy. No, he 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 has paid someone to to auto download his podcast, so he has a higher hit count than you and I. Not that we pay attention to such a shallow stat as to who gets more downloads, but if we were, we'd realize he was double than ours, and it has to be fake. I guess that's the point you're trying to make, which I'm sure he has to go to confession for at some point. <laughs> I'm not trying to make that point at all. I think that's what you, I think that's the point you weren't trying to make. So that's he, what I was trying so to say. So he's got somebody sitting at the computer. No, I think he has paid somebody to to create a program that does it for him. That's 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 the rumor. Is that, did I just commit a sin? Did I just commit a sin? I think I just committed a sin. Can we do that? Yeah, I can. I'll talk to Sean. He knows a guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if he's hooking us up. You're the best, Sean. Oh my oh gosh! My All right, so let's confession. So, so we're going back to confession, right? And okay, I know I've committed a sin. I get to confession, but what if someone tells me like, like even when you were saying? I remember during COVID, uh, even I was talking to a priest, and he was like. There are so many people who are, tr- who are who want me to give them confession like over FaceTime, yeah. but that's not valid. Yeah. So there's and 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 I know like I have Protestant friends that are like you Catholics who go to confession with a priest, that's weird. And why do you think you have to do that? I mean, that was a big reason why the Luth- like Martin Luther, like he was a big, yeah. was a big was dividing one of, point. It was one of the one that was of a the big dividing thing, point. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, literally, look, all the sacraments are in Scripture, and I'm glad you brought that up because you can go to John twenty twenty one. Oh, right? Jeff, do you happen to have John twenty twenty one for us to read? You don't know it by heart. Oh, uh, you're reading it. I, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally brought it up so okay. you can read. You're well, so bad at this radio thing. It's okay. supposed to seem natural. Will you no. just run with it? No, I'm going to call you out. You call me out all the time. That's not true. All right, one. <laughs> so he's looking at it now. All right, this is John 20, 20 through, 20 through 23. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he has said this, he breathed on them and he said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they're forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. And so this is what Catholics point to as this is how we know Christ wanted us to do confession this way. This is this is clear cut. Mm-hmm. You know, when Protestants say that they are scripture only, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. really. I mean, yeah, no, this scripture. and the Eucharist. Yeah. I mean, you can't get more scripture only yeah. than these two verses. Yeah. Jesus is here... Now, a lot of, um, you know, our brothers, our separated brothers, our Protestants will say, well, he only gave this to the apostles. And we love our Protestant brothers. We love them. No, they're, they're you know, they, they have great faith. They love Jesus Christ. Yeah. They know scripture more than you. Um, you know, <laughs> so does this coffee you know, bug, so if we're being totally honest. <laughs> but, you know, they say they only, they only, Jesus gave this to the twelve. Mm-hmm. After the twelve, these sacraments died. But that, that can't be. So they, they're what, what you're saying is that, these 12 forgave the sins. And after they died, there was no more forgiveness of sins. <laughs> no, this has been handed down yeah. uh, from uh, from the apostolic tradition to the bishops to now. Yeah. It's apostolic tradition. These are our first bishops. Down. First bishops. And they and they then... They then and you know, and people say, well, bishops. how can you retain sins? I mean, if you, if you listen to, if you read any stories about Padre Pio, 
70% of people that came to him, he sent them away, what not absolving them. Why, we, why don't we go talk do about this. him more? Go do, oh my I God, love Padre Pio. We should talk about Padre yeah, Pio podcast. More. You can literally do a year podcast just on this. Can I tell you something that I saw that was beautiful? You know how we love Fulton Sheen? Mm-hmm. Somebody sent me a good friend of mine, Marcel. He sent me a, par- he sent me a podcast of these guys. You got friends besides me? Okay, well, he has to be my friend. Oh. Lauren is what it's anyway, it doesn't oh, okay. matter. But he an acquaintance, I should say. He he would deny he's my friend. But either way, he sent me this podcast and it was it was a, there was another Catholic podcast much better than ours. And uh it was they didn't they didn't This is why nobody watches us. He's constantly bashing our podcast, man. I mean, the, the host of the podcast is bashing our podcast. If we had a good no, podcast, gonna watch if us. we had a good podcast, I say we have a good podcast. If we don't oh have a good podcast, if all I right. say we have a good podcast, I'm lying and I have to go to confession. All right, all right, I'm go not ahead, in the mood. Go ahead, go ahead. So he sent me. They did an interview with Fulton Sheen. They had Fulton Sheen on the show. Who they did? had Fulton who Sheen who on the show. Who did? This podcast, but it was genius. You know what they did? Yeah, Fulton Sheen's got how many hours oh. of video? Thousands audio, and thousands, thousands and thousands yeah. of audio. So they would ask him a question, and he answered it. Oh my why, god! Why genius. did we? So anyway, we should do that with Padre Pio. Wow. You know what the problem is with that? There isn't and hardly Come any videos on. of him talking. Really? Yeah. He yeah. died in like '68. He died in '68, but they just he 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 hated um, being in the spotlight. Yeah, he, he, that's why he had his wounds actually covered. Yeah, he didn't speak English. That's a good point. He had his wounds covered. He didn't yeah. want the attention. Wow. So he 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 told the, he asked the Lord, "I'll suffer for you. Just yeah. take away wow. the visible, so that he stigmata. Yeah. He just he did not like man he hated the camera. What a saint. He hated pictures. Yeah. So yeah. so seventy percent of his now confessions was like that was a big thing oh. to him. He used to spend days in eighteen hours a day. Eighteen hours, and the lines would be so if around went, the block. No, what is it? Around the block, three days. <laughs> You would so like camp you, out? You, they would give you numbers. Man, I spent two hours to go yeah. on the Peter Pan ride, and I thought that was a lot at Disney. You went on a Peter Pan ride? I, I don't understand why people like this ride so much. Laura loves it. It's not that she's giving me the dirtiest look right now, but it's not that good of a ride. I'm sorry. But just just the fact that it's Peter Pan, I wouldn't have went on it. it she loves Peter. I mean, they love I, it. I'm not talking about Laura. I'm talking about you. I, I'm being a good husband. Happy wife, happy life. It's yeah, I sacrificed for my children, Jeff. Oh, man, you loved it, and you're lying, man. I, you I did. loved it. It was man. the greatest ride. I'm not gonna lie. I loved. It. I went on it six times, and we spent the entire Thursday there. Oh my gosh! So you go to Padre Pio, you want to go to confession? They give you a number. Wow! It's the third day. You they have would, to wait they three would, days. They text you when he was ready. Oh yeah, 1968. <laughs> they text you. What do you mean he got a number? Number. 18 hours. He would stay in confession. Wow. Thousand, there is literally thousands of Protestants that went there in the confessional to make fun of him, to call him out, make up sins. He would tell them, he would call out their real sins. He had the gift to read their hearts. <laughs> thousands of people became oh, Catholics because of his confessional. Man. The man's amazing. You bring up a really good point. Not that <clears throat> I want to get off Padre Pio, and I want to come back to Padre Pio. But if I go into confession and I, and I say, okay, look, here's, you know, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Here are these sins. But there's like one sin I'm super ashamed to talk about. Yeah. Is that a valid confession? Well, so we're going to look at it two ways. Talk to me. All right. I mean, some people go into confessional in the first time, second time. They're a little scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, you know, they're not sure. They're embarrassed. Yeah. Out of fear, maybe. They don't, might not. Mm-hmm. But somebody like you, you, you've been going to confession for years. I know the theology. You know everything. Yeah. If you intentionally leave one out, your confession is not valid. It's not a valid your, confession. Your whole confession is not valid. Yeah, I'm still I'm still in the state of mortal sin. Yeah, 
Mm. And, that, and you, you actually just committed another mortal sin. Which is, yeah, that's yeah, that, not, not just compounding. This yeah, is getting Yeah, it's like compound interest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very powerful. So, so, so I've got to be forthright. I've got to be you honest. you got to be upfront. You've got to be honest. Forget, what if I forget a sin? Okay, so the Catechism of the Catholic Church says if you forget a sin. Mm. Now, if you went into the confessional with a pure, contrite heart yeah. and you and you ask the Lord to let you remember all the sins you can remember and you forget one, they're, all your other sins are automatically wiped out. Now, that doesn't mean that if you know one and you could say, well, I, this is part of the one. No. Yeah, yeah. If you've done a sin a couple years ago, you don't remember it and it's a mortal sin. Mm. All your other sins are wiped out. And now, the, now, as Catholics, we're called to do an examination of conscience before we enter confession. You should. Is, you should really you should. stop and think and reflect and yeah. pray and ask the Lord to show you your sins. Because yeah. sometimes I do forget and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a sin, my bad. Yeah. But now, the other thing, too, is you can take it to the other extreme and you can be scrupulous. I know I've seen people where they've... They've really taken it to an extreme there, and that can yeah. that can be painful and sometimes sinful. I've heard. Yeah, I mean, you better remember the priest is not a therapist. Now, talk to me. What's scrupulous? I said a big word. I like know. I knew it. Oh, scrupulous. Okay, so I- <laughs> that's why you see. I, I continued really fast. Wow, know. that was <laughs> impressive. Remember, I was begging on you for not making it natural. I gotta cut I it know. to you, Jeff Kassab. Scrupulous is basically. Um, Oh, what is scrupulous, Jeff Kassab? I'm glad you asked. So scrupulous is basically when you... Uh, you, you said the word. You should define it. It's when you make... But yeah, I, you know, it's the pop quiz I give you every oh, episode. And you All right, it. I'm going to give you a pop quiz the, in a this, minute. It's basically when you're so self-conscious over a sin that you over-confess. You confess things that aren't sins. You start talking, like, over the top. Oh, I, you know, I, I saw somebody on the street yesterday, and I didn't say hi to them, and I think that might be more... Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're over, so worried yeah. about losing your salvation. People who go to confession three Three times a day, for instance, yeah. right? They can that scrupulosity that can become yeah. actually sinful in that. Yeah, and it's like you know, if, uh, sometimes the priests you get like the these older ladies there in their seventies and eighties, and they come in every yeah. week with that yeah, same. yeah, with the same. But the you know, for them, it's just back home. That's what they did, and a lot of them are a lot of them were fear was instilled to in yeah. them. Yeah. If you don't, this is a little. And honestly, some a lot of things they confess are not even mortal sins. Well, but just back then, yeah. everything was so serious. So they go to confession all the time. And there's nothing wrong with going to confession. I mean, honestly, even if you don't have a mortal sin, no. I think it's good and healthy to go once a month. I think they I think the Catholic Church the Catechism says you have to go at least once a year. Yeah, at least once a year. But yeah, I think a nice healthy clip for, for me is once it's, a month. And if I month. commit a mortal sin in between ASAP. It's ASAP. Gets my butt over the confession yeah. all the time. I call I I literally I don't even wait. I try not to wait till Sunday. I try yeah. to call one of the priests. Yeah. I don't call Father Pierre. I mean I mean you can. He's just busy. I mean, if I wait for him, I'll be in hell by the time He's I got, die. Wow. Wow, you there's know, a lot of pressure. I might be dead and for, my, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see Lord and Lord. Father Pierre, they can be, oh, you can That's on him, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I, look, from from uh, from, a, from a confession standpoint, it's it's super important. And you talked about Padre Pio would tell 70% of the- Not absolve them. So how does that work? And what would, what would force a oh, priest to not absolve you of your sin? What are some of the things that yeah. they would- Why would they do that? Yeah. That's that's a great question. And each priest feels again a call from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That this said, for example, um, I, I've known somebody. For example, if you again ruin somebody's reputation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The priest will say, "Listen, if let's say I talked about Pilar, let's yeah. just, for example, which yeah. I don't hypothetically, hypothetically, let's just say I talked about Pilar. It's, it's really hard to imagine, but please, right? please continue. I I I was with a. Two guys. I was with uh, I was with Joe and with Delone. And you guys never talked bad about. And me. I never it never would happen. Let's just say we did. Just just right. It's hard to imagine. I went to the priest. The priest. I talked bad about Pilar. Well, you know, 
Okay, I can't absolve you. Yeah. You need to go to Pilar. And he probably said I can't absolve you because there's nothing bad about Pilar. This is this is there's no way you are supposed to say anything yeah. bad about him. Hypothetically, Hypothetically let's just say he said that. Say, <laughs> so you know what he's gonna tell me? Mm. Every single person that that rumor spread, you need to go and say I lied. Wow. Yeah. That's hardcore. So you better hope that that rumor doesn't spread to a hundred guys. Wow. Because it, that's really how serious, yeah, um, ruining somebody's reputation is. Honestly, sometimes by their PO, somebody would come in and say they've committed. You know, they they had an abortion. Yeah. Come back in you know, two weeks. Gave him certain prayers. Gave him certain scripture. Meditate. Come back. He would absolve them. Wow. Yeah. So it's really, really. Yeah. That that um, that that. Um, I know somebody that, for example, uses was using birth control, mm-hmm. and um, they went in and confessed it, and the priest said, "Well, do you have the intent to stop?" They said, "No." I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, sorry. So that's another big thing. These habitual sins. So a confession is not only going and unloading your mortal sins. Yeah, it's you not a therapy ha- session. You have to have the intent. Yeah. You might not stop it. It's an habitual sin. You might not you be successful. But you have to go in there with the intent to stop that sin. If you just go in and say, look, and you know, I'm going to do this again on Sunday. I'm do it again. The, the priest has every right by the authority of Jesus Christ yeah. not to absolve you. Because part of being absolved is to be sorry and yes. not want to and sin no more. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. part of the... That's part uh, of the, the absolution. That's part of the so if you go in there and say, no, I'm going to keep sinning, then that's just... There's no way they can be absolved. And way. a lot of times the priest, you know, like a, a, a good priest, most of them will tell you, listen... You need to try to stop this. You need to try to stop this sin. This is what you do. Mm. If you're just all out, say, uh, you know what, Father, I'm probably going to do it again. Okay. Yeah. You probably will do it again, but do you want to try to stop? Yeah. If you come on and say, I know I can't, I mean. So why? why? Okay, so this is this seems like a lot, Jeff, right? Like, let's say let's say I have been away from confession since my first communion, which is very which is very typical. A lot of people, myself, I know, I didn't I I went to confession first communion. I didn't go again until I was thirty. Well, I went when we got married, and that was just because they made me. And then I went when we got and then I went when I was thirty. It's intimidating. You don't understand why. Why does someone need this spiritual healing? Why does a, why not just kind of pray to God, hope you're forgiven, move on with your life? Like, what's the what's the point? Yeah. It, Listen. No, I don't want to go to hell forever. Okay, fine. But let's yeah. assume I'm not going to die. But honestly, that okay, that's a that that can be a reason to go. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be your only reason. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the reason really why you should go is because you offended yeah. God that loves you, yeah. that created you, and that and that freely gave you the choice to choose Him or not, yeah. and you intentionally chose. I turn my back sin. on him. I turn my back on him. So this really should be the main purpose that drives us to sin. To say, when I commit a mortal sin, I say, Lord, I'm so sorry I offended you. Instead of saying, God, I might go to hell. Yeah. It's okay if that's a reason maybe to push you to go, but we should not go to confession out of the fear of hell. The reason needs to be we want to be in communion with Christ. We want to be in communion with Christ. And I can I can tell you from personal experience, <clears throat> I know when I'm in mortal sin because I feel like I, my relationship with Jesus is frayed. It's not the same. When I pray, it's not as fruitful. When I go when I go to mass, it's not as fruitful. Yeah. I feel my life is a little bit clunky. Yeah. So I'm a little bit more stressed. I'm a little bit more antsy. Things, my relationships in general, not just with God, are not as joyful. Yeah. And it's because I'm in a place where I basically don't have God in my life. I've yeah. taken the sun, right, and the joy 
out of my life. I've taken yeah. that equation. So running the confession in that first time, as soon as I have some mortal sin on my soul, is a way to, I've separated myself from God and, and everything goes boorly when yeah. I'm separated from God. I need to get back into communion with Christ. People literally, they have been in confession years, they'll go for the first time. The oh. first thing they say, the chains fell off. Like I've the handcuffs. Because you're really, you're, I've seen it, you're locked in sin. You're St. Paul says you're a slave. You become a slave yeah. to sin. I have seen, I have seen grown men that would make the Hulk blush wow. cry coming out of confession. I've seen it. People have been in confession in, in decades yeah. and they've got all this sin on there. It's like they come out, it's like they're clean. Yeah. And it's like you've taken a shower. And really you are, it is clean. And again, we call it the sacrament of healing. It's yeah. one of the sacraments of healing. And it really, it heals your soul. And listen, I was in mortal sin, a certain mortal sin for years. Yeah. The only, I could not, you can't do, listen everybody, you can't do anything on your own. Mm. You cannot break any habitual sin on your own. It has to be through the grace of God, through prayer. And my experience is frequent confession. Yeah. I was going to confession every week, yeah. confessing that sin for six months to the same priest yeah. until I finally broke it. It's a healing sacrament. The sacrament heals you. Now, it's so beautiful. What's so man. what's so special about you call it a sacrament? And we just kind of you just say it like it's okay, oh, just a fact. It's a sacrament. But what's so special about the sacrament is in that sacrament, you're receiving grace. Oh. You're getting not only you're getting cleansed and you're getting all of the weight and dirtiness of all these sins off your shoulders, and you're becoming you know you're becoming in the communion with Christ. <laughs> He's pouring his love and his grace into oh, you. Man. That's a feeling that unless you've ever experienced on your own, you'll never understand. It's, I can't explain it on there. This podcast isn't good enough. I no, can't explain it. I always I can imagine how um, the the prostitute fell. Oh, yeah. When Jesus told her, I can, I'm not going to condemn you. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So now I'm listening to this podcast <laughs> and I haven't Sorry. been to confession in 15, 20, 25 years. It's a daunting thing to even think about, but based on the Holy Spirit calling me and you guys talking about it, I kind of am intrigued. What does that look like, Jeff? What, what, first of all, what do I even do? Do I just go to a church? Do I make an appointment? Do I look up confession time somewhere? And then when I get there, how does it work? I don't even remember. I'm terrified. I'm scared. Yeah. What is it like, yeah. man? What's, what's confession look like? <coughs> Excuse me. You should typical, get a hole. You want some water, bro? No, I'm good. So, yeah. Typical questions from a person that has been in confession a long it time. It was what I used to They're be terrified. Afraid of. Terrified. They're terrified. Terrified. Right. Should they be afraid? Well, no, they should not. But why I why you say well? But why I you scare the hell out of these people? I understand why they are because <laughs> it's just yeah. unloading your sins in front of a priest. Is the priest going to judge them? Is it going to be shameful? The priest has the, the priest has a gift from God that once you leave that confessional, he doesn't know who you are. He doesn't remember your sins. Yeah, it's There's so true. And I've God. talked to many priests about that. Right. Go. Maybe you can go with somebody that's that goes to confession a lot. He can guide you through it. He can mm -hmm. help you like a good friend, not like you. Like yeah, a no, good like somebody. Friend, yeah, like somebody, somebody that you somebody can who cares for you. Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody who's there you, for you. Yeah. Like I wouldn't take it. No, I wouldn't. No, I mean, I cause you cause me sin on the way there and back. <laughs> frankly, um, a priest will help you. Priests are there to help. If you don't know what to do, go into a confessional. Tell the priest, Father. I haven't been in confession in twenty years. Mm -hmm. You know what? He is going. They're not going to. You're oh. not. They're not going to say how stupid are you? How do you not know? No, how have you no, been not so at all. Not they're all. not going to get mad He's at you. He's going to guide you through it. He's going to take you. It's like, have you done this? Have you done mm -hmm. this? You know, is there anything on your heart you want to, you know, unload? He's just going to have a conversation with you. The next thing you know, you've actually confessed. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. And you are going to feel relieved, man. Yeah. It's the greatest feeling in the world. That's for good priests who have time on their hands, not like super no, busy no, ones yeah, who are just trying to get like the end of it. Busy. But if you, so, so let's just, so, so if I walk into the confessional, typically like Pilar, it would be, hey, bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been three weeks since my last confession. Mm-hmm. And I would just start rattling off my sins. Yeah. And then when I'm done, when you're he's, done, he's gonna, you know, typically like the my confessors will pick a sin or two that I've said, and they'll offer some advice. Yeah, and then at that point, they give me a penance, uh-huh. and then they say a special prayer. The the prayer about uh, absolution, prayer absolution, right? And they pray it over. They tell you to do act of contrition, act of contrition, right? Yep. And, and um, now, what if I don't remember the act of contrition? It's it's always it's always there in the confession. And usually, and even if it's not there, I've had you can say your say, you can say your own. You can tell say, me why you're sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You yep. say your own, but usually it's pinned up there. You don't worry about. I'm like, I don't know the act of contrition. Exactly. Don't worry. Don't about worry it. about it. That's the Just last thing. The go to confession. It. That's the that's most it. important thing. And then you're absolved. Another question. Another common question is. Why do we need to go to a priest? Yeah, we just He's just a man. He's a sinner. Yeah. Most people don't know that in the Catholic Church, we, we understand the priest when he's doing the sacraments, that he's in what we call in the Greek, the persona Christi means he's in the place of Christ. Yeah. So during that sacrament, he is in the place of Christ. So well, G- that was St. Faustina. Is he told yeah. St. Faustina? Yeah, the priest is- I'm I, only I'm, hidden by the priest, but right? I myself act in your soul. Exactly. So the priest is just there as an instrument, yeah. as a tool. Jesus working through him. When the priest says, I absolve you, he is speaking in the name of Christ. So beautiful. Christ is saying, I absolve you. Yeah. We had the opportunity. We don't have the opportunity like they did 2,000 years ago to actually have our sins forgiven by Jesus. But But we have it every single time we go to confession. Listen, but after Jesus passed away, like in the first century, they used to confess their sins in public. Wow. They'd gather in a circle. Each person would say their sins in public. Now you got the confessional booth. You got the noisemaker on the outside. It's six feet social distancing. It's a disaster. Well, this has been a great topic, man. If you haven't been to Ukashia for a long time, I highly, highly recommend it. It will change your life. I've seen it change people's lives in an amazing way. Every time I go, I just feel that much closer to God. Every time I'm in a bad spot in life, I really I really do an examination and you know what? This is I'm in mortal sin. I have to get out of this and let's just run to confession. One last thing. Please. When you're in a state of mortal sin, people mm-hmm. always say, well, since I'm already in a state of mortal sin, I'm just going to keep doing it. Oh boy. Don't do that. Don't do that. Stop. Yeah. That's just the devil telling you yes. you're not worthy, you're trash, you're garbage. He tells you that every day, doesn't he? Uh, like three times a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't talked about him today. Yeah, and we no, should have. Good. Because he will. Uh, he's a yeah, jerk. He's, I hate he's him. And, and, but he does. He, he is the one that is making you shameful of going to confession. He's the one whispering yeah. in your ear telling you, you're not good enough. The priest will condemn you. Yeah. you can, I can't believe you actually think you can be uh, absolved Forgiven. of those. Yeah. And the, the priest is is there to, to, to take care of all that. Yeah. In one. Five-minute uh, conversation. Last thing. When people leave the confessional, sometimes they say, I don't feel forgiven. Mm, it's not, it's a not a feeling. It's not a feeling. And that's the devil making you think you're trash, you're garbage, you, you're, you're, you're not worthy to be forgiven. Yeah. The devil makes you feel that way. Don't believe it for a minute. Yeah. God loves you and his mercy is endless and he forgives you if you go in there with a pure heart. He's amazing, man. Amazing. So don't don't base your, when you leave it, on a feeling. Say, Jesus died for my sins. He shed his blood for me. His shed was blood. His, his blood was shed right now. My sins are washed away. I'm clean. I'm pure. Man, go in peace. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Well, guys, please go listen to the other podcast ECRC puts out. I mean, did they make us say that? We don't really want you to. But if you salty, have, the salty, the salty Catholic, Catholic by Ennis Kesto. He's salty. He's very salty. It's, man. it's like yeah. a salt mine oh um, on the gosh, radio. Yeah. And it's then like you've salt got water. you got Sean Ar. He's got the uh, right to be Catholic. The right to be Catholic. It's uh, it's the most popular podcast in the Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center's program. Yeah, and it's it not is. even close. Buy automatic download by bot. So you should really check it out. I really you'd be the only human to yeah. listen to it if you do. Also, we have um, a lot of things. We have uh, what else is going on? Um, There's so many things. We have a we YouTube ever... page. We do. Yeah, we have a YouTube channel. ECRC uh, does. Oh, ECRC does. Yeah, Catholic Avengers does. And, and uh, Genesis 4.9 does. Oh, yeah. And the men's group does. And uh, so, so check a lot of up. things going on. But please, because no one listens to this podcast except for Noir and uh, Halam. Thank you, and guys. And Omar. My mom hasn't listened in six months. If somebody knows my mom, please tell her I called her out so she can come listen again. I, but, miss, I miss her saying, I love you guys. She she, I mean, last time I did She loves me. Jeff. Anyway, she does if she loved she us does. both, she'd listen to the podcast. <laughs> go and like us on, or go, go give us a five-star rating on the Apple yeah, podcast. Yeah, on Apple. Go to SoundCloud, Spotify. Google and please spread the podcast all we're doing really is is trying to get the word of God out there and trying to get as many people as we can to love Jesus Christ Amen. as we do so don't forget you are your brother's keeper until next time we'll see you appreciate you guys listening You've been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and our programs, visit us at ecrc.us. 